South Jersey Bad Boys. Coming at you live. Here from Bad Boy HQ. Just a couple of bad boys up to no good doing hood rat shit with their friends. Yeah. Damn yeah. straight. Yeah. We got some uh, raving reviews um, from the listeners of the program from uh, last week's special guest episode with a couple of guys that had their, it was their maker wish, so we couldn't deny it. <laughs> um, yeah. First guess. Yeah, first uh, live in-person guest. We have had some guests uh, audio-only call in. We've had the Lyndon <clears throat> Wald lawyer, Rhinestone Raymond, uh, a couple other nut jobs. But yeah, finally got some people that were willing to come over to the headquarters bunker. Yeah, yeah. going to get some more guests coming up soon. But we just figured we'd start with the uh, with the handsome idiots, and uh, you know, just kind of air some things out. Just air some stuff out. There was a lot of airing of uh, things happening, a lot of toilet flushes, but what can you do? Um, just a name of the game there. Yeah. So uh, if anybody has a problem with it, just uh, forward that to the unemployment office and they will stop John's checks. Um, we, we got some new artwork in the club this evening. Oh, yeah, dude. This is like going to turn into like a clubhouse. Like this is nice. This is nice. Which, uh, yeah, we can go into a couple. Uh, I, I have a couple of questions. Yeah, let's, let's. So I put up, so in case you guys aren't are listening to the audio or whatever. So we got some new photos on the backdrop here. We're trying to fill this wall just so it's not a plain blank uh, white wall. So decided we can't should... have plain white these days. No, no, it's a problem. So we figured we'd diversify the wall a little bit. So there's pictures of some of my more finer moments in life. And we do need evidence that we do have black friends. Yes, we do. And as you can see. Specifically 50 Cent. Yes, specifically <laughs> Mr. Cent. Uh, yeah, right right here, right over. Uh... Now, how did you and 50 meet? I, I got to know. So me and Mr. Cent met at a liquor store on Girard Avenue in Philadelphia, uh, circa 20. 14 summer 2014 yeah um, you look good yeah yeah well, i was looking good there yeah my uh single was, days uh yeah could you tell yeah it looked like i had i had a little bit of life in me um <laughs> it wasn't all sucked Man, out of me by then. back when you were trying back when i was still trying to look half decent i didn't have any tits i had a, a jawline it was nice those were the days you and scent look good yeah me and mr scent look great uh for a while that was one of my most liked photos because for whatever reason on instagram he liked it and when he liked it, I guess it started showing up in explore pages or oh, whatever. Really? I had it was a photo post, and this was 2014. It was a big deal if you got 11 likes, yeah, because it went from so and so and nine others or whatever to 11. So like you didn't have the and others at the end, right? Right. That photo got like 800 likes in like two hours. Oh my I, god! He liked it, and then it just started showing up places. I guess. Wow. And then uh, yeah, I don't know. So I like that you. Uh, he gave you the uh, the black guy shake. Yeah, or, yeah, or. or photo post because i uh was was not prepared i i've experienced this one time i yeah. i uh, met keenan thompson oh yeah yeah and uh we we did a, a thing together and we took a picture and yeah. he gave me one of these and i didn't know what he was i thought he was bringing me in yeah but then he he stayed i go oh this is the pose he put the knuckles up against you to keep you back and i realized i'm like oh this is so, this is a uh this this is a black guy photo pose yeah yeah yeah. and um that has know, to be yeah i had to get used to that because um, it was just, pretty sick though i mean it, yeah it's cool to get the experience yeah so my head's going to be blocking it a little bit but i'm hoping that when i post some clips and we t come in tight you just see 50 cents head like over my head a little bit i just like the mystery like when we do have more guests on we <laughs> we should just not acknowledge it and just wait to see people realize and go is that is that damn with 50 cents? It's not like, oh, yeah, they've been, they go way back. Yeah, I shared it every single National Best Friends Day for years, and he didn't like any of those. But the initial one he did, which uh, meant a lot. Uh, but I think that he he remembered when he liked it shortly after uh, we left and I posted it and everything. Um, I think he remembered that I introduced myself uh, to him, and I said, Mr. Scent, it's really nice. I called him Mr. Scent, and he laughed for a second. I don't think he's ever gotten that one before, but I don't know how many white guys in liquor stores he's taken pictures with probably a lot probably every time he's in a liquor store yeah there's, but it's it, a guy if we ever get a um shelf here i will i have that bottle of vodka that he signed for me i have it hold uh, on to it i hold on to it it's a bottle of ciroc and uh it was like plain ciroc remember when ciroc came out yeah it, it was a very when we were in college that was a high class liqueur to get meek mill started mentioning it 50. yeah ciroc all in my bottle <laughs> Dude, it was it was the shit, and I loved it because the branding was perfect. Ciroc is uh, Swedish, or not Ciroc? Um, it's Effen, not Ciroc. Can you smell what Ciroc is cooking? Fuck, I fucked up the entire thing, Mister Scent. I am so sorry. That was a bottle of Effen vodka. What is it? Effen vodka. E F F E N. Gotcha. Meek Mill is, is that with Swedish? Ciroc. 
it was Swedish. The word effin is Swedish for smooth. Yeah. So I was like, holy shit, this is great. The word effin means smooth. Like, perfect. I didn't know my dad was Swedish because he was always going, get this <laughs> effin thing out of here. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. We like to have fun here on the pod. Yeah, yeah. We like to joke around. We're a couple <laughs> of rascals. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a bottle of effin vodka. Ciroc was Meek Mill's thing. He had effin. Um, there was a time in the rap community where they all had their uh, liquor sponsorships. They still do. But um, I loved it. I, I drank that. I still have the bottle, though. It's around here somewhere. Um, and uh, I think it's actually over there. I'll, I'll have to bring it out when we have uh, somebody on that recognizes it. I'll bring it out. I Anytime somebody comes on, though, if they see the picture and they go, is that you with fit? Cent, we have to just go, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. don't give any backstory. Oh, we should, just, <laughs> you know, you should, yeah, yeah, 50 cent. Should we say it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, he was on the, the podcast uh, a few weeks ago. No, yeah. I, th- I think just playing it like, yeah, like I've, I've known 50 for a while, yeah, and just like <laughs> Dan has, Dan, we're, this is the weirdest fact about Dan, but he and 50 cent go way back. We go way back but to don't 20. give the backstory of how. Just, yeah. just we keep saying like they go way back. We'll just we'll keep that going right now. So I, I told the entire story. The only people that will know about this story are the people that listened through the podcast and heard it in full here. Yeah. So, so listen, all seven of you. Yeah, yeah. Keep this between us. Yeah. Anybody else that's listening out here, if you guys hear about Dan and Fifty Cent's backstory, just leave it at they go back to 2014. They've been friends for almost uh, nine years now. And even if people ask you, you just go, "How did we first? link up and then we'll change the subject yeah was it nah couldn't have been my buddy you gotta go like when we first hung out yeah and then go somewhere else should we mention like really random locations like uh, no just like just be as vague as possible yeah yeah we should just just yeah i forget how we just we've hung out a number of times a couple of times (laughs) yeah yeah it's just Just over the years i just have We've kept in touch. And- yeah. Dude, this has turned into quite a random, because that's a picture of 50 Cent. I have a signed bottle of his. That signed Gary Busey photo over there. When Gary comes back for his trial, we'll get photos with him, so we'll replace that. Yeah. Um, gotta- but if he's guilty, we we will delete them. But yeah, Of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so 50 Cent, me and Mr. Senka way back, a couple of just rad guys, you know? We got you in the hospital bed. Dude, me in the hospital bed right here. What's the backstory there? It, I was so fucked up. That was right after uh, they took the pain pump away from me. <laughs> right after your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> that was the day after my wedding. It was a great start to my honeymoon. Um, so they give you a pain pump in a hospital. It's like morphine, basically. And uh, if you feel pain, you can pump it. But I'm just sitting there. I pressed it once. I went from zero to midnight, six to midnight, I think they say in the business. I went from six to midnight in 0.5 seconds. And I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing. So then I just kept on pressing it. you were hard yeah I, no not hard i was just it went my head like felt so hot after like literally five seconds wow and i just felt so i was on cloud nine really quickly and i was like holy shit i mean it went through an iv it makes sense but yeah um they took it away from me because i kept on pushing it they're like you can't be using it like that classic dan so i was really fucked up but i was in the hospital because i had acute appendicitis um my appendix excuse me yeah <laughs> what did you just How call ca- me <laughs> toilet flush that right out what of here is, what is that acute appendicitis it's where your appendix is appendicitis just a, but it's cute it's a little cute just like it flirts a lot and wears lip gloss um <laughs> the appendicitis my appendix was uh leaking fluids and uh, it was inflaming everything in my des- digestive tract not so cute yeah and that like uh, is like poisonous so martin luther king day 2012 i went into the hospital and uh i was like i have a stomach problem it just that I ruined your mlk day it really did i had a lot of big plans you and, and 50 it, had a lot of big plans me and 50 were gonna meet up i was at the virtual in mount holly and i was like me i'm about to go meet mr scent we're gonna um pop some bottles and uh some Ciroc yeah and then I had to miss it because they wouldn't let me leave they're like if you didn't come in here today you might have died next week I felt like I had a stomach ache like it didn't feel that bad but it was just always the story with appendicitis is you know it just bursts and people have no idea have you had yours out or no my my brother did and were you there when he did because I remember we were young and he uh it was before school and he was just in bed like just bent over in pain just like oh my stomach hurts so bad and just seemingly out of nowhere 
it and does, my parents yeah. were like what is going on and then went to the hospital and luckily it didn't burst but it was close dude it, it came out of nowhere uh for my sister when she had it one of my cousins had it uh rupture but mine just didn't rupture it just like was what happens if it ruptures dude if it ruptures it's basically like uh, it just fucking explodes in there and all that shit leaks out they have to get it all out quickly because it'll just kill everything in your oh my god but the thing about it that pisses me off is that they don't know what its purpose was there's no purpose right now for the year appendix they think when like humans were like neanderthals that there like was a purpose for it huh. but like over time as humans evolved or you know beings evolved into humans um that it just didn't have a use anymore so they don't even know what it was used that's for. wild that we haven't figured out what the the use was um what was i going to say uh, it's like a ticking time bomb just sitting yeah. in there that can kill you but like otherwise it'll just sit there do they know why it typically bursts I, I don't know. I'm sure they know why it bursts. I don't know what it like, you know. Like, is there something that triggers that? Is it just like, like it happens yeah. to so many people. It does. It's very common. It, 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 I haven't been made aware of anything that's uh, like uh, preventative for that, or you can voluntarily get it out, I guess, if you want to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh, my, <laughs> when I was going into surgery, I just hate hospitals. I avoid hospitals, the doctors. I go to the dentist because I can deal with that. But going into doctor's offices and shit, like I just avoid it. Yeah. So um, I was in there and I was so mad and I was going into surgery um, and I was just like nervous and I'm like, you know, got frustrated out of nervousness. I came out of surgery and I don't remember any of this because I was still coming out of anesthesia or whatever. My dad, you know how they push you down like ho uh, hospital hallways with like in those huge beds with the railings on the side or whatever. Mm -hmm. They had to restrain me to that because I was like fucking like causing a problem just like bursting out in like anger and I was screaming and everything. They get me into the uh, elevator to go up to where the rooms were and everything. There was a mom with her kids in there coming for visiting day. Like it was visiting hours during the day or whatever. And they're standing in the elevator. The elevator doors closed. My dad's just standing there with me and I'm like quiet for a second. He said, I just started screaming, suck my fucking dick, you fuck. I just started losing it. The mother had to cover her kids' ears. They like just, my dad was like trying to get me to shut <laughs> the phone. How old up. were you? I was a sophomore in college. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, were you looped up or were you in so much pain or do you are you that afraid of hospitals or I'm, just hate hospitals? I just, I just hate hospitals because I constantly getting poked and prodded all this stuff you know <laughs> yeah, that that's a crazy reaction it is dude i would kick and scream at nurses until i was 14 getting annual shots at the pediatrician i went to the pediatrician until i was in high school <laughs> <laughs> i was i was a problem and then the nurses there were like listen we're not big enough to hold this man down can you go to an actual doctor now now if you had to <laughs> get a shot today would you still freak out no, but I, I would start sweating in the palms a little bit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What? It, it's just like the the thought of it going in. I like, I hate that. And I always said to my dad, he was like, he would constantly just call me a bitch, and you know, because I'm I'm 14 or 15 years old, and I'm like screaming at nurses to not get near me. I was like, I could be really comfortable around needles. I was like, that would be really strange. But like, I just yeah. hate like that when I had to get blood work done. Like, and then yeah. that uh, it was constantly a thing. But when I was in the hospital, it was right around when Joe Paterno. Um, remember how quickly. He got caught, not caught, but like involved in the whole scandal. Yeah, and then he died like a week later. He died like a week later. I was in there in that week. I was in the hospital for three weeks. I went in and then I came out of surgery and they're like, oh, he's dead. I was like, what? And then that South Park episode came out where they were uh, making fun of Joe Paterno and everyone had meth labs. Yeah. When I was all fucked up on the medication, I accused of one of the nurses of having a meth lab. And then they actually had to do an internal investigation because they're like, yeah, we know that he was all fucked up on something, but like we kind of... <laughs> Dude, I this poor I, girl probably just graduated nursing school and is like super pumped to get into a hospital and uh, dumbass <laughs> just fucking ruins it. Dude, I had a hot nurse that was there when I was in there, but she was the overnight one, so I was just like going in and out of it, and all I would see was just like a massive rack, and then I just go in and out of it, and it's like, what would I do if I was fully awake anyway? Just sit there quietly, awkwardly. Yeah, it's just yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah right. just sit there. Like, uh. There's yeah. a, a positive hospital story, but yeah, as a. Uh, as a diabetic, yeah, I do have oh, to agree yeah. with your dad that that is a bitch move <laughs> uh, with the needles. I do get it. I would say most people that I talk to, yeah, but I like to get cocky with it and go, "You guys are all pussies. You can't handle needles." Can watch this I shit. And you just <laughs> exactly. I've seen you do it, and I get squeamish just watching it. And I'm yeah. like, "Oh shit!" It's it's the one thing that I got that I can kind of hang my hat on it and and act like I'm better than people. Yeah, even that's though right. it's a disease yeah. that i'm bragging about listen you 
You guys ain't diabetic, you <laughs> fucking losers. The diabetic bad boys. Now, all I need to do is just continue, continue eating nothing but horrific shit, and we can be... That's a different type of diabetes, though, right? It is, yeah, that, okay. that you have to earn. We, I'm going to earn it, and we can be the I diabetic bad boys. You want it, I'm going to earn it. Yeah, diabetic yeah. bad boys, South Jersey bad boys. Whatever you want to go with. Yeah. Yeah. I'll talk about one of these other ones real quick. Please. What was it? Um... There's one off to the side over here. I had a, I was wearing a JJ Reddick uh, Duke jersey when we did Edward Forty Hands tied uh, duct tape of two forties to my hands. Classic. I was the first one to finish, if you could believe that. I was <laughs> I was done two forties in about an hour, and uh, they got forties when they get warm, it gets fucking disgusting. Oh, it's so gross. That that's why you have to drink them so fast. And that's and that's, like... that's all I had in my head. I was like, I need to down these things. Plus, I could drink that shit like water anyway, but not warm. Yeah. So I was the first one to do that. I had my hands free and uh somebody came in there and we had like a thing of lysol we were listening to old dirty bastard and he mentions a line about getting sprayed in the face with lysol so i was like oh somebody should spray me in the face with lysol right now and i had this brilliant idea and i had a video of it i probably have it somewhere this guy comes up to me and they were you hear people screaming in the background dan don't do it don't do it <laughs> somebody comes up and just maces me in the face with lysol jesus <laughs> and it just and i start screaming like a fucking nurse was coming at me with a shot i started screaming bloody fucking murder i couldn't see for like 15 minutes <laughs> yeah <I> bet, dude <laughs> took lysol to the face lysol to the face there was no no effing vodka or Ciroc that night. Just Colt 45. Um, yeah. Sounds yeah. like a good party. Yeah. Speaking of drinking, mm-hmm. though, do you got any big St. Patrick's Day plans? No, I'm just doing a, doing a, uh, the old comedy show. Doing, mm-hmm. doing a Don't Tell uh, Philly show. Oh, a Don't Tell Philly show? With the nice. old Tyler Wolf. Uh, he's got me booked on that uh, Friday. Nice. Um, it's a good lineup. I think it's me, Tyler, um, I think Maddie Weiner. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Weiner, Weiner from New York is closing it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget who else is on it. But yeah, I'm doing the next in line show on Friday. Nice. Sweet. And I'll try to drink somewhere afterward. Fuck yeah. Maybe hit had an ab with the boys, with that's, the South Jersey bad boys. I'm going to be out there looking for people. So uh, as long as you're out anywhere, strolling around Haddon Avenue, uh, up and down the Haddons there, um, yeah, yeah, that's the place to be. I think me, uh, Mark Persons, uh, a few other people will be strolling hey. around, whistling at ladies. Yeah, I think uh, I'll be doing it up. I took off of work for it. I took off for that the first week of January. I saw it was on a Friday, and I was like, this is the day of my people. I'm going to be going out, getting blackout, and causing uh, a few riots. You know, that that's fun. I mean, like, St. Patrick's Day is always a yeah. good time every year, but I've never thought ahead enough to take off work for it. <laughs> I don't know why. I just remembered that it was on a Friday, and I'm like, I'm just going to take off for it because... But every year, you, like, really make it a point to do something? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes... Well, this is the first time with my actual job now, like, you actually have to take off. Previous jobs, I just didn't take off and just went rogue for the day. Yeah. Um, but here you kind of have to. Um, it's weird that pe- people actually do stuff during the day. God. It's fucking crazy. Grow so, up. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I, I did that. We're going to be out there. And I remembered a few years ago that St. Patrick's Day before the pandemic. So St. Patrick's Day 2019. Me and one of my buddies, uh, I lived in Barrington at the time. Where hey. I, yeah, I lived over there. Don't we, tell the people where I live, by the way. You're just going to see people just strolling around. I'm going Rhyme, Rhymestone Raymond outside of my <laughs> door any minute no he's gonna be walking up and down uh clemens bridge road with a limp just like <laughs> yeah. uh, he's gonna be looking for you yeah get those meaty hands to work as he said yeah i'm keeping an eye out <laughs> so we went to the tap room that day and this was the first and only time saint patrick's day was on a saturday that year there was an entire long like almost like um uh like cafeteria type of table where you could fit 12 people at it. Parents came in there after a soccer game with their kids, eight, nine-year-old kids, it looked like. They were all sitting down at the table, and we were sitting at the bar. It was St. Patrick's Day. They had a DJ. Shit was fucking bumping, shoulder to shoulder. I was talking with my buddies at the bar, and one of these moms came over to me, tapped me on my shoulder from behind. She's like, can you guys watch your language? Our children are here. And we were in a bar getting fucked up at like noon on a Saturday on St. Patrick's Day with a DJ playing. There, <laughs> there were milfs grinding on dudes like five feet away. Yeah. But she came up because I called my buddy a dildo and she's like, can you watch your language? <laughs> yeah. Just like made me want to just lose my mind. And I was like, what are you doing with your kid in a bar when I'm just trying to drink everything away here? Yeah. Get the dildo out of your ass. Yeah. And I only say that to remind myself I need to start calling people dildos more often. That is... <laughs> 
a funny thing to do. Yeah, it is. Calling a, somebody dildo is a classic. That's a great, great move. Yeah. Calling a, a girl calling a guy a bitch is always funny to me. Yeah. Um, calling somebody a dildo, that's always funny. There's a couple of words like that that are just instant classics for me. Yeah. There's, yeah, just, we're going to have to bring it back and we'll start casually mentioning that to people on this podcast as we talk about 50 Cent as well. Sure. So, yeah, we're going to start building that out. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, oh, so how about, did you wake up with a nasty hangover Friday as well? Because I sure as shit did. I did, week. dude. Like, we didn't even <laughs> drink that much. But I'll tell you what, dude, taking February off from drinking and jumping back in like that, yeah. dude, the, the hangovers at 30 just hit different now. They dude. do. They do, and now it's uh, you got to step the drinking game up. You got to get a dad beer gut going on. Uh, we had like a couple of beers, and then we did one green tea shot. And uh, I, I mean, it, my hangover wasn't that bad, but it was the fact that I was even hungover was shocking because yeah. I'm like, I probably had like fucking five beers, dude. I, I went back and thought about it. You brought some of those IPAs. I had one of those. Yeah. We stole a couple of Millers out of the fridge. Me and uh, Mark Persons did. I don't yeah. know whose Miller Lite it was, but we had a few of those. Then we went over to Brewers and we had I had a Guinness followed by a Bud Light green tea shots and then a Miller Lite. Well, it, it's also <laughs> probably the combo of everything. That's yeah, never good. Yeah, and of of course Matt got was Matt the one who ordered green tea shots. Of course, I was like, are, are we sorority girls? What the fuck are we doing? I, honestly, <laughs> I uh, I was glad. Like, I I agree. Yeah. But I hate shots in general. That I'm like, if I'm gonna do one, give me something light like that. Yeah. Um, but in general, I'm like, who the fuck ordered shots? I don't want this shit. Yeah. I fucking hate doing shots, dude. I don't enjoy it. it like, <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say, if you're going to be doing shots, you're just going to be doing the one that you give yourself and you just fucking pull out your, I'll do a couple of insulin shots <laughs> to, just to get the crowd going. Yeah. That's what, Oh, you should do that on stage. You know, that would really get the people going. I remember one time when I first got diabetes, I was like 16 and I started you know, going out to like parties and stuff. And I didn't know if I could drink at the time. Cause I had like. I had started drinking when I was probably like 15 or whatever. Okay. You know, at, at parties and stuff. And then I get diabetes at 16 and for a hot second, I'm like, well, I don't know if I can drink. I don't know what's going to happen to me. So I, I wasn't drinking for a little bit. Um, but I would like, I'd be at a, a party and just for a goof, I'd like whip out my needle <laughs> and just, you know, take the shot of insulin that I needed to take so that people would be like what the fuck's donigan doing in the corner is he doing heroin and people would be like what are you doing and i'd be like yeah. i'm diabetic you fucking <laughs> asshole you're like fucking what like here i still had to ask you the difference between the diet i i still don't even know that and i'm 30 years old i can only imagine as a teenager what that would look like yeah it was Jesus. uh and thinking back i'm like what like that's such a <laughs> shady move not funny that's, at all that is so funny did i ever tell you about how the gender reveal sketch that we did where you were the guy pretending to shoot steroids up <laughs> yeah and how my uncle was like yeah i thought it was like good up until the part where you had the guy shoot heroin in the back honestly looking back <laughs> that that's totally understandable i thought so too and i was like no wait Wait a second. I guess you, I could see how yeah. it does look that way. I, I, I don't know why we didn't think about that. Like we thought it would be so obvious that I'm shooting up steroids, and yeah. I play like this scumbag character from think, Fishtown. You said Kensington from Kensington. So I think that's what. Yeah, we, we so teed it, it up that way. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's it's if anything more. It, it definitely looks like ninety percent more like I'm shooting up heroin, <laughs> like a junkie, like my character's a junkie than a guy who's just doing steroids like a couple <laughs> minutes before a fight. Yeah, yeah. It was you know funny thing to toss in there, but definitely got misconstrued by the audience. And that's one of those things. I say you got to get multiple eyeballs on things, which we did, but our friends are degenerates. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. we got to get some more sketches going. Yeah, we do. They're always very uh, fun. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put out the one that we did with Cody, the this old mess one. Nice. I had to edit that one. It was so stupid because it was the ChatGPT one, but it was funny with Cody acting it out because he was born to play an alcoholic contractor. Oh yeah. And I'll be putting that out this week. Um, uh, but yeah, I think other than that, we should actually, um, you know, do some other ones. Get some Paul. Yeah. Paul Carson, sweet boy. Paul has some uh, good ideas cooking. So yeah. We got to get him uh, over here. I want to continue to do some more that are just random scenes, not necessarily about anything like the one I did with Ryan and Jake Yeah, where it's just three guys Yeah, and you know, the one guy finds out his girlfriend's cheating on him mm -hmm. uh, and then getting there and just playing with it. Yeah. Like, Hey, we have kind of a loose script yeah. and then let's see what we can come up with and, and just try to make each other laugh. I think that's key. Like in the past when I've, 
when I've done sketches, I've, I think I've scripted it out too much and we get there and we kind of get married to our ideas Yeah. and then you stick to that. But what I've learned is every single time when you go into something thinking that you, you want one thing, it always, it, it be, it takes on a life of its own and becomes something different. And I think that it's better if you just kind of roll with that. Yeah. Versus fighting and be like, well, it's not in the script. Like, just g- yeah. go with whatever is funny. Yeah, or just film in a couple of different ways. Not yeah, that, not that we're anybody that should options. be. Yeah, yeah, not that we're anybody that should be teaching people how to do sketch comedy, but I we mean, figured j- it out a little bit just for our own sake of making our own sketches more fun and, and better. Yeah. But I, I still do love just randomly tossing one of those out on social. Uh, I just like making stuff. Yeah, yeah, you that's know? always fun. Yeah, like we got the pod. We do stand up, but. I love getting together with comedians and seeing if we can come up with just stupid characters and random shit. It's a triple pronged attack there. We should, yeah. do, we should at, at the minimum, do another South Jersey uh, car commercial this spring. Definitely. I, like, that's one that is a, it's an easy, like, loose idea yeah. that we can go and just play with and have fun with. That was so funny when we did that. And if you haven't seen it, it is on our YouTube page. And um, Th- we, that took a, on a life of, of its own, too. It did, yeah. And I, I put it on there. You have it on your thing. We still share it every single year. It got a pretty good traction. Um, and there's, like, we did it in that old, is it the Newton Diner that was standing in that Yeah, one lot? of the diners that burnt down. Yeah. Like, this would be a good idea to... I, re- I remember we did it there, but you had a specific character you were doing a parody of, and I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was like, "Oh, I thought we're just being like ourselves as like scumbag." And you're like, you pull out a mustache and you put it on, and you're like, "I'm gonna," <laughs> you yeah, got right yeah. into a character. I will. Th- <laughs> what gave me the idea is I I saw like a, a Cherry Hill Nissan commercial that was so ridiculous, and I'm like, I'm just gonna make one. I'm gonna be that guy and yeah. make make a commercial because yeah. it's so funny. It is. They're always like they they have the worst. South Jersey accent. The production value is horrible. They're always standing stiff and awkwardly. I'm like, why don't you guys just hire an actor? Come on down to South Jersey Nissan. We got the best. Like they, it seems like such a blue collar guy yeah. that they put in a suit that's never been on TV before. And I'm like, <laughs> like this is so insane. I saw a commercial. It's I forget which one it was, but local car commercials. The production value. Like things have gotten so good, and I'm like, who's writing these? Who's writing them? Who's filming? Who's doing the graph? It looks like a teenage, like high school project, yeah. like a Better Call Saul commercial. Yeah, it's like dial one eight eight. Use use lots. Use car now. One eight eight. But the, the one guy come in on this, down. <laughs> come on down. Ask for Gary. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like what? Yeah. The one commercial I saw this guy is just like they play like a soft music there, and he's just sitting there, and he's like. Other dealerships have really jacked up their prices after the whatever the used car um, shortage there was. He's like, I would never do that because customers here are my family. And it's like, you're a used car salesman. You are on the lowest rung yeah. of society, right above some ambulance chasing lawyers and uh, uh, little league coaches. Yeah, you are right there. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> they're the most outdated commercials mm-hmm. that you'll still see around. And it's so funny to me that they're still making them that way. Like things have gotten, we could easily make a higher, like a higher production value yeah. commercial ourselves just with our own equipment. Uh, and I'm like, you guys hired somebody to, <laughs> you're still making them like this. Like the total 90 is like the 188 with the <laughs> accent, you know, no actors, like just in the lot yeah. with no script. Like it's just so funny to me that. Uh, I love shit like that. There's still a market for it. That or people are just so used to that, that format, that it just is ingrained in them. The Cherry Hill Nissan thing is still going. The The friendly Nissan giant. All of them, they have to be following a like marketing study that says these things like that. You know that immediately. I don't think those guys, like that's my point though. I don't think those guys are following following any analytics on this shit. Oh no, not any actual analytics there. Maybe back in the day they were like, no, this is what the- The jingle gets stuck in people's heads. That's true. The jingle, like nationwide. Like we can throw out things there like nationwide i'm yeah. sure like you know that you know it's one of the uh i i don't know what the statistic is but it's like one of the most in, uh ingrained jingles in people's heads yeah. like that that if you have to think of a commercial everyone recalls this one if you had to guess what would it be jingle that everybody like a national it's worldwide a, it's a national commercial it's a shitty one but it's one that i i think they did a survey 
And it was, it was like, what is the most well-known one that everybody it comes to mind? The Pfizer vaccine. <laughs> no, but that's probably <laughs> inching up there. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Stanley Steamer em- Empire carpet. No, no but th- that's like a great example. So the one is, uh, it's my money and I want it now. J.G. Wentworth, 877 cash now. now. Yes. yes. And those commercials were crazy, too. Yeah, it's my money and I want it now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but now whenever I hear or think of that, it's all I think is Lemare's bit. About, yeah, yeah. I, I, all I uh, what is it? He, something I want sex and I need it now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's, I mean, I couldn't have butchered that anymore. But it, that's it's the thing that you say things, and there's another yeah. example. I want it now. One of the other very well known ones. You've probably heard of it locally as well. It goes a little something like South Jersey bad boys. You do different variations. Yeah, but yeah. it gets in the people's head. I mean, we have callers yeah. loyal fans who come in they call in and yeah. they say the jingle which is like it's the best thing in the world when yeah. they call in they go south jersey babble. yep i actually changed my ringtone from the chorus of uh, grills by nelly to the south jersey bad boys jingle Still going with the old ringtone the old ringtone yep grills by nelly uh that's my go-to walk-up song uh at, at your show on thursday uh i think um uh, jay that afghani guy that we kind of let film some things he uh was asking for walk-up songs or maybe it was johnny no jobs johnny dj no jobs yeah uh, johnny recent job johnny recent jobs yeah he's going to be working for a, a german company or something something we'll see how that goes but uh yeah he's so got the look the chorus of grills is incredible i mean just smile for me daddy what you look it's like a conversation between a very let me see what yeah and i did i i wish i had a picture of that up here of um uh me wearing grills in eighth grade uh yeah. tinfoil over the teeth yep that was the go-to move and the ladies loved it yeah but uh, yeah, so uh, oh, and the Thursday show was a uh, great time. Your mom and her friends had a fucking blast. Yeah, it was my mom, um, two of my aunts, and their friends. Oh, okay. So two of them were your aunts. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Two uh, two of my aunts were there. Um, my mom's one of. Uh, she's got. She's one of ten. She has. There's six girls. Oh shit. Yeah, so it's pretty wild. Um, but yeah, they all came, had a good time. They were sitting in the back. Okay. Uh, they, they were ones laughing in the back. Uh, but yeah, overall, I mean, we we packed it out, sold it out again. Packed it um, out. That was a lot of fun, out. and I think uh, I, I'm just excited to kind of continue to build that show. Yeah, and, and you know, we're just doing it on a monthly basis. I we uh, I think I'm going to take a hiatus from it in April just with the baby. Yeah, but I believe the next date that uh, Tara at Reup Fashion gave me is May 15th, which is going to be a Saturday. Nice. So we'll actually test it out. I mean, we did a Friday. This past one was the Thursday. The next one will be a Saturday. It'll yeah. actually be celebrating the, I think, the two-year anniversary of Tara's shop. Oh, shit. So, she opened that during the pandemic? Uh, well, 20, I, oh, no. It was a year yeah, after. The, a year after. I'm not good at math. Um, I, I think that's what she said. I think it was like, I think it's a two-year anniversary. Okay. So she wanted to do, you know, some sort of event. Nice. So we, we locked in that day. I think it's May 15th. I'll, I'll, I'll do, well, Let me double check while, while we're on the cast right now. But um, that'll be good. Yeah, you're. Uh, we're building it out, and and people. Uh, it's no, so it can't be May. May May thirteenth. May thirteenth. That's Saturday. May thirteenth. Keep an eye out. You know, we'll we'll get that out soon. But um, to we're our, we're building. We're building. You know, some fun shows here. Yeah. To our one uh girl dad that commented about the Life Center game, and he wanted. He said he's gonna see us there. We gave him the ticket. He's like, I'm there, and then he wasn't there. And we would have known if well, he was there. What was his name? I wonder. I I don't know. I have to we'll look, have to at look his him up. Con- his comment. I wonder if he was there and just didn't say anything. He was just hanging in the back, just throwing some drinks back quietly. I don't know who it was, but we had somebody that didn't want to pay via debit card or <laughs> credit card and they came the day before in person to make sure that they secured their tickets which i was like wow it's dedication like I love people it. really wanted to come dude i i love that because i just we were talking about this before about things we've been watching we just finished watching the season finale the last of us that show yeah did you watch this no so i'm gonna catch up on it tonight okay uh we're, we're two episodes behind actually so gotcha. i got some catching up to do but you did at least was you, it good no, actually, the last episode was pretty stupid, to be really? honest. Really? To oh, be honest, I didn't like it. So after, this just happened last night, so maybe a few episodes down the line, we'll we'll do it. But the one that can't be a spoiler at this point, unless you haven't watched the show at all, was the episode with Nick Offerman. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I just, <laughs> what, what did you think about that episode? Well, at first, I'm like, what the, like, what the hell uh, is going on here? 
But um, by the end of it, my God, that's such a tearjerker. Like they build up this beautiful story of this yeah. guy um, who, who falls in love with this dude and they build this beautiful life together. And uh, <laughs> God, it's so sad, dude. <laughs> by the end of it, you're like ready to cry. I mean, it, it, by the end of the episode, I was like, oh, wow, it was really good. Yeah. But at first I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I thought the same thing, but then I saw that it was basically an extension of Ron Swanson when the apocalypse happens. Yeah. Because he had his whole doomsday bunker, had a bunch of stuff. He was talking about how he doesn't trust the government. Yeah. All these other, it was, he pretty much plays that character. And he does. That kind of is just him. And then he's it comes out that he's gay in this show. It was a continuation. He never came out of the closet on Parks and Rec, but right. he did in The Last of Us, and then he died in the arms of this sweet man. And, uh, yeah, it's a really touching episode. But uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, th- that's what made me think of the guy that shows up to pay in cash and not a debit thing. I can respect the hell out of it. I wish I could do that. I kind of just draw a line in the sand of certain things yeah. but that guy definitely has a doomsday bunker speaking of good shows right now yeah um wanted to throw this one at you have you watched severance severance uh no i would, you know what i thought you were mentioning was succession um another parks and rec uh guy it's um what's his name aziz a- a- adam scott Oh, Adam Scott, the uh, um, uh, all stepbrothers, Adam Step Scott, brothers, yeah, yeah he's okay, in everything. Oh, I've I've seen commercials for it. What is that about, dude? It's so fucking good. Yeah. So I just got Apple TV. Oh shit, um, you're fucking spraying! Holy hell! It, so I uh, I did, I did the free trial. Okay. Because I really wanted to watch that show Blackbird, which I did, which is also really good. I haven't even heard of that. I'll tell you about I, both I of them. Apple TV. I'll, I'll give yeah. you a, a brief synopsis on Let's both. Let's go. But um, I did the free trial to watch Blackbird. I did. It's really good. And then I'm like, well, it's only six bucks a month or okay. seven bucks. So I'll probably just wind up keeping it. Yeah. But anyways, Blackbird's a really good show. I heard Stefano mention it on Rogan. It's about this guy and it's a true story. Mm-hmm. It's about this guy who gets arrested for like weapons charges and, and stuff. But yeah. he's really likable, really sociable guy. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's sentenced to do like 10 years in prison. And then there's this other guy who... Fuck, I, I can't think of the references of the other movies he's in, um, but you would know him if you saw him. He's he's uh, some fat dude that's in like a, a bunch of bunch of shit. But anyways, um, he his character who's a real guy. He was like a what they call a serial confessor. Yeah. So he there would be all these murders, and he would go around to the different towns and confess that he did these murders, didn't so t- actually do them. But he was murdering people, and he would serial. He would confess to all these murders that he didn't do to distract from the the murders that he actually did. Because then oh. they chalked him up. He would go around to all these different towns, and he would confess these things. They go, "That's a fucking crazy guy. He does it in all these different places." <laughs> That's a fucking move. Yeah, it's like this weirdly genius move that this guy was doing, and he would he would get off. And then he's in this maximum security prison while he's waiting for his appeal because he he confesses to this thing. And they send in the other guy and they go, listen, if you get a confession out of him, well, your your 10 years is done. You get out. Yeah. You, you get out right away. But huh. he has to go to this maximum security prison and befriend this guy. Yeah. So it's really, really interesting. Obviously, it's a dangerous job for him. Severance is fucking awesome. It's basically – how do I describe this? They, they, they put the – this uh, this company that they create, they put a chip in people's brain so that when you go to work, you are completely separate. You're completely separated from yourself while you're at work. Interesting. So, so when you go down, you go into the building to like Adam Scott is the main character. He goes into this building for this company that that does this, and then when he gets in the building, he's he forgets everything about his personal life and he's just himself at work. Right. Huh? So they call it like an innie and an Audi when he's in that, that. They're like two completely separate selves actually. Huh? So, and then when he, when he's done work, he goes back and he goes back to his normal life. But so it's like no time even happened at all. It's like he goes in to the building and then he walks right out because he doesn't remember a thing because that's a completely so it's almost like there's no oh shit essence of time with that huh. but these uh workers realize that there's like some fucked up stuff going on with the company and they're trying to figure out uh a way to tell like they're they're being manipulated as yeah. workers 
And they're, how do we tell our other selves? Because they're completely... Oh, that they're being uh, um, used like that? That there's some shady stuff going on. Damn. That would that would be... It's a, almost like they're prisoners. Yeah, yeah. It's almost mm-hmm. like they're... Yeah. Because it's like that Black Mirror episode where it was like basically a prisoner in your own exactly. mind in a way. Yeah. Um, that would really kill the lives of people if they couldn't bring their personal stuff into work. It, it's... It, to me, I'm looking at it and it, it's like hell to yeah. me. Yeah. Because they're uh, they're any selves like the the um, you know the self that's at work, they're on this constant repeat where they're just in the office all day. They have no connection with the outside world. They have they Damn. so they have no idea if they have families, if they're in relationships. They they're don't like, get any PTO. <laughs> yeah, but even if they did, like that, you can't remember. Yeah. So they're all sitting down there going, "I wonder if I have a family." I wonder what my outside self is really like because it's a different person. Jesus, but they actually can have those thoughts while they're in there. So it it it's the same body, like they're the same person. Yeah, it's just their brain switches over um, in this weird way to that work self. Huh? Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I almost because I would love some workplace drama, and without any of that, you can't witness it, be involved in it, get called into HR. Is there any HR jobs there? If somebody can't act a fool, I guess HR they sneakily are the people that are trying to have the company's best interests while suppressing stuff. So I feel like they would be the ones up that, to no good. That is like <laughs> like the, there's all sorts of stuff that goes on, but it's weird. Like they they can basically build this fabricated world because they. When when they do the procedure, yeah, that self wakes up in this weird world, and they have to like explain huh. to them what they're doing there because they're Shit. like, "How the fuck did I get here?" Yeah, and then it it's almost there's elements to it where their office setting is back in time. It's like in the seventies, and I don't know exactly why <laughs> they just haven't been able to get in touch with an interior designer on the outside world. Right, right. Yeah, they're still using the big Mac uh, MacBook Macintoshes that had the see-through things on the it, back. There's all sorts of weird <sighs> stuff, but they don't know any difference. So Damn. to them, they're like, "This is normal." Oh shit. Okay, that sounds interesting. Dude, I have to it, watch it's that. It's so fucking good. You know what would be like the uh, what was the first show that you mentioned there? Uh, uh, Blackbird. Blackbird. Yeah, see, I, I think the only thing that could possibly be worse than potentially along those lines of even framing somebody for murder is these companies that uh, have you start a free trial and then automatically charge you if you forget a day later. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that's right up there with framing somebody for murder. Yeah. Is that how you got into Apple TV? You forget to cancel the Every free trial? Every single <laughs> subscription that I have started with a free trial that I just didn't feel like ending. And that's that, that's how they get everyone all the time. And I even set reminders for some things that some people set up uh, or that Rachel sets up on her TV. They, they get you in because you're like, oh, I'm still finishing Ted Lasso. I don't want to. <laughs> That's how they get cancel. you. That's how they get you. Um, oh, and while uh, when you go on a brief uh, sabbatical uh, after having the kid, I think I might get the old battle axe in the chair down here. See what we can uh, see what we can do. Yeah, well, we'll have to figure out um, a substitute for me for uh, a substitute potentially. Yeah. Who would you be know. your ideal substitute for substituting tag teaming in? First of all, there's no replacement for me, <laughs> yeah. as, as we all know. Um, I I don't mind if Rachel comes in. You know, she knows our dynamic. She comes in. Um, I'd like a a rotating guest. I think yeah. that would be cool. You kind of you bring in whoever you want. Holy shit! You know, really get out there. Might have like a like someone's like third cousin removed or like some like former felon. I might go on the White Horse Pike and see who's at the bus stop. You know, what? I'd like to see Jim Kelly come in here with your guys dynamic and him firing off like really dark stuff. And you just, you guys playing <laughs> volleyball with it. I'll have to get him in here or get Jim him, would in, do it. him in his broad. And then I'll put Rachel in the hot seat too. There you go. And uh, see who has more to lose. Yeah. Um, well, actually it's not Jim Kelly and it's Jim K. Um, Jim K. Every kiss begins with Jim K. Every kiss begins with Jim K. That's what he uh, he heard our episode with Jad Slay and he's like I'm Jim K. Um, so you know, oh, really? yeah, yeah, he was being dead serious. He doesn't want to go by Jim Kelly. Um, no, that's what he told me, and then I brought him up as Jim Kelly this past weekend. So oh. I was like, uh, but like I was also like, you know how many Jim Kellys in the world there are? But like he still wants to disassociate in right. case something. Yeah. So in case anybody it. else here, you you don't know who Jim Kelly is. All yeah, right? you've never seen. Do not her. know that his real name is Jim Kelly. Yeah, yeah, the guy who was flicking the dildo uh, in that one sketch for the bachelor party was jim k not jim <laughs> he, he, that's his severance he's that he's a different self yeah at work yeah 
That's his comedy self. Yeah, that's him. That's when he's at work and he's an in Indian and Audi. You got to watch uh, the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. I'm going to have to start a free trial and then forget to cancel it yeah. and go on there. Or just share your info with us because uh, other than Netflix and Amazon Prime, we have a different person's login on every other streaming service. But we don't have one of yours. I'll think about it. Yeah. So we're, we're stealing multiple other people's stuff. Uh for Paramount, HBO Max, other things. So we, yeah. It kind of goes against my morals, yeah. but um, I'll consider it. Do a tax write-off. You're helping those in need. Um, let's um, let's pop into some articles because I probably got a skididdle. Oh, yeah. We're 46 in. Um, uh, okay. So I'll give you the choice here. I'll give you a, a brief uh, synopsis of a couple of different uh, options here. Um, so a university got a surprise $1 million gift from a grad 20 years after she died. Bride and groom roasted for using mashed potatoes instead of confetti. I changed my name to Fire Exit, and now I'm more famous than Elton John. Or Karens unite to say comedy shows with their namesake take jokes too far. <laughs> we'll save a couple for other episodes. Yeah. Which one do you want to get let, into? Let, let me get the Exit Elton John situation. Oh, boy. This one is... Uh, that sounds fucking absurd. Yeah, so this guy, a 41-year-old man who previously went by the name of Dino Wilson, legally changed his name to Fire Exit after it took hold as a family joke. And he said, no one else has a name that well-known, not even Elton John. Well, like, every time he walks in the room, people are like, we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, we like to have fun here. The, mo- <laughs> the most fucked up part about the article is that it says, according to Exit, his new name really sparked something because the English native said that he always is offered free things whenever he goes places. People give me free drinks. I got my hair cut for free because of my name change. I've been signing signs everywhere. <laughs> Wow, man. Hey, whatever you got to do to reinvent yourself at 40, I I suppose. But you sound like a fucking mental case. He said it was during COVID he came to the idea. I had nothing to lose. It was cheaper to do it during this time. He paid twenty. <laughs> he paid $21 to officially change his name. He said, I changed it online at 1.30 a.m. <laughs> Wait, and how did he come up with that? He said it was a nickname? No, it was a family joke. Like somebody like if you if you oh. had the name Exit Only, you would be the most well-known name person in the world because of how popular exit only signs are <laughs> this guy was from britain as well in case you were thinking he was mentally deficient. but he's got to go around telling people that his name is exit exit yeah his name is exit that um, actually the first name of exit is kind of cool that yeah having the name exit because then people would be like oh how do you spell it though exit exit yeah <laughs> So Hi, I'm Exit. He said that uh, um, you I'm know, excited to see it. I'm ex- exited. Really ah, yeah. I tried. It's more of a yeah. I'm Exit. Yeah, Exit. Wow, interesting. He just, he just takes pictures with Exit signs. Oh all my over god, the let me place. let me see a picture of this fella. What a fucking. <laughs> he looks cool somewhat bag. normal, and I've done stupid shit on the internet at 1:30 in the morning. Sure, but. Uh, this takes it to a for twenty one dollars though that's not a bad idea. So I think on our next, I love that he was waiting for the bargain. He was like, "I'm going to do it, but I'm not going to blow a lot of money on this." And he is a dad as well. So oh Jesus he, Christ, <laughs> dad's looking for bargains. It's a thing. I'm about to do it as this well. World's going to shit, man. Yeah. Jesus Christ, look at these dads goofing off. What what's next? He starts a podcast in his buddy's basement. <laughs> With pictures of Gary Busey papered all over the walls. And Mr. Scent. Yeah. How dare any of you. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, next time any of you people see me in person, you better refer to me by my new name. And that is... Enter. (laughs) My new name is Employees Must Wash Hands Before Returning to Work. (laughs) (laughs) So you better fucking know the deal. Better not mislabel me with my new name. Um, What's the dumbest thing you've done at 1.30? And then we'll we'll, we'll get to some of those other articles. Yeah. With other guests. thing i've ever done at 1 30 a.m 1 30 a.m and that uh that um the one girl uh jessica uh the one that spelled her name with a you know an apostrophe in the middle she doesn't count um okay <laughs> i uh we'll, we'll bleep her name um the dumbest thing i've ever done at 1 30 a.m yep. here's something i don't know if it's a it's i'm sure not the dumbest but a consistent dumb thing that i do every single time yeah is i get drunk at 1 30 a.m then i order food and by the time they get there i fall asleep <laughs> every time 
Damn. Dude, you're, so you're not like pumped, ready to go for the food? I am, but then I'm so fucked up that I fall asleep. What has happened? At, like, what happens after that? Like, do you get woken up by a doorbell or knocking? Or Sometimes they... if I'm lucky, but I'm typically a deep sleeper. So there's been times where you wake up and it's just they leave it at the door. They just leave it. And then you wake up the next morning. You're like, I, why did I order fucking, <laughs> why did I order a 30 pack and cheetos and yeah. a piece of cake yeah. <laughs> like jesus yeah who ordered this birthday cake that's kind of fucked yeah, up yes yeah. i've been known to do that been yeah notorious well yeah it's it. awfully tough to do it now too because it's so easy to deliver because you can just do it on an app you that's don't even a dangerous to... game dude you can do so much stuff when you're fucked up you could order all this stuff to yourself you can get fucked up you get married to a whore you can do a lot of stuff fucked yeah. up now it's it's unbelievable you do it through an app you don't you even have do to that call sober. you don't even have to call a place anymore yeah how else would you be able to order wawa from your house if it wasn't for just pressing a few buttons when you're all fucked up on mushrooms uh yeah. ketamine whatever you're doing yeah and, they're, they're uh, really creating so many um opportunities for us to never come outside again like you just you can you can uh, DoorDash fast food now. You know? Yeah, yeah, and it, it's it, it's I keep on telling my battle axe to delete that fucking app. It's, what do you uh, think's the the uh, dumbest thing you've ever done? One thirty a.m. Um, me and my buddy pulled a uh, storm drain out of the middle of a street, and there was cops standing right there, and there was about a five by five hole in the middle of the street. Yeah, we didn't see a problem with it. Yeah, um, well, you guys were just bringing it back to the house. We were just trying to return it to its rightful owner, which was a guy that ran a chop shop about a few blocks over. His name was uh, <laughs> his name was Dennis, and uh, those things are solid steel. And yeah, they are. Yeah, so he was going to pay us fifty bucks for it. So we're walking back from the bar, and he was open, and uh, it was like probably one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. And my buddy just goes up, and we, if anything, alerted the town of Anvil, Pennsylvania, that they had a problem that these things could just, just get pulled out. They weren't, yeah. they weren't bolted they weren't locked into the ground i love how that's your defense your honor you know we're, we're getting to the bottom of, of these issues and we we wanted to let you guys know you got some real real infrastructure problems here yeah you do and uh, these things were not safely secured to this pothole ridden road and we were simply just trying to pull it out and put it on your doorstep at the police station and also three cops just standing there doing nothing i think you either need to lay somebody off taxpayers aren't getting their money's worth i could so, just picture you just dropping it off in the front of the police station like you're welcome <laughs> well my buddy get this drunk guy out of here my buddy pulled it out he didn't even have time to put it down before the cop came over to him I was like what the fuck are you doing and he was just like a deer in headlights he's like i don't know and then they asked he was like him, i'm going home and he just <laughs> he dove in i hope that he just i really wished he just took off running with it and they fucking tackled him we would have gotten on an episode yeah. of live pd it would have been great but the um fucked up thing is that he uh, actually gave them his correct information so he got a fine in the mail i was like dude you were so fucked up you told them you didn't have your id they said okay just give me your social security number and they wrote it down on paper i was like you could have fucking told them anything oh my god and then you probably could have had a problem to deal with later he got a 350 dollar fine in the mail for uh like in what do they lewd behavior i love the word lewd lewd, lewd. behavior this gentleman is lewd he was lewd. It sounds like Trump wrote it. He was lewd. <laughs> he was acting lewd. He was so lewd. Yeah, so lewd. Yeah, this storm drain. We said this guy's lewd. So lewd. We're gonna tax them. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I gotta piss, dude. All right, so we're gonna let you piss. We're gonna. Um, you wanna have a guest on the next week before you go on sabbatical? Yeah. We'll do it up. All right. So yeah, hit the hotline. Tell us what's in your ass. We'll see you next week. Later.